Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week 18, the notorious Week 18 we've all been waiting for. Jim, Vin, it's good to be back in the United States with Wi-Fi where I can actually join the podcast. Yeah, you survived. You were down there for a while, about a month. What? Right off the, right off the COVID test, right off the COVID list, right back on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, these NFL players got nothing on me. Damn. Ready to go. <laughs> I love it. And uh, all right. Quick, quick shout out first off, obviously, for uh, for Big Jim for his, uh, what, Monday, was it? Uh, yeah, man. So Monday yeah. lightning ride that was, could have been better, but it was still pretty. pretty you, know you, are reading that, you are reading that number correctly. That is a comma. That is not a decimal. We are in America. Yeah, I mean, we don't do the yeah, decimals I mean, here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would, would have been really nice, you know, to finish first. But, uh, you know, off a $20 entry, um, you just kind of have to let the chips fall where they might. And, uh, yeah, it was a really good run. Um, drafted a really good team. Um, took some shots on some guys in training camp, like Jamar Chase, who everybody thought couldn't catch. Um, you know, Burrow coming off an in- injury. Um, Jonathan Taylor. You know, Cooper Cup was on my team. Uh, you know, it was it was a great team, right? So like, there's not really you can't be too pissed. Two thirty six, you know, even if for best ball, is just insanely high. I think I only scored higher than that once all year this year. So yeah, you, know, you hit the nuts on the uh, when it mat- mattered the most. You know, you so know, you can't really be too pissed. The guy who finished first obviously had a fantastic lineup too. Um, yeah, and Najee Harris, look, came. I hate him, right? But yeah, that was going to be my question. How many shares are you going to have this week of Najee Harris? So look, I actually am just less kidding. upset at Najee Harris <laughs> as I am at the worthless fucking Browns for not just making a tackle. Because it's yeah. not like there's some wide open hole. He ran yeah. through three arm tackles, and it's like, look, you're a running back. He's a rookie. I mean, he's probably got touchdown incentives and stuff like that. Like. I, you can't really be mad at something no. like that. Now, I will say that I was lying on the floor in the middle of my living room <laughs> trying to figure out what just happened because that was yeah. a bit of a well, big punch. I, I think I got for about five minutes after that. So we were, somebody was like something was getting broken but or I, something in that moment. I think <laughs> I kind of said it and I was just like, dude, you're good. Like get the first down, go down. You're good. Like the only thing that can't happen and I like kind of stopped myself and sure enough lightning strikes yeah i mean damn it brutal but it is what it is obviously a fucking hell of a pull you know so yeah yeah, i know that was a uh, massive win i think we're uh i think we're good on the old dfs pot for a while yeah Uh, yeah yeah i think your bankroll will survive (laughs) this weekend hopefully so i think it'll be all right if i maybe this weekend if as long as i don't play the thunderdome uh, every week, you know, for like golf and stuff like that, I think we'll be all right. As long as you're not the worm from Rounders, I think you're going to be okay. I, I think you can afford the Thunderdome for a few weeks, though, if you chose I am to, not but... the worm. Uh, uh, I'm not worm. <laughs> That's for sure. Love it. All right, all right boys. Let's hit it. Let's get this started. We're going to start with our stacks up top, our top quarterback stacks with receivers this week. And uh, incidentally, we'll get into some of these quarterbacks that you guys should absolutely red flag, not play because they are not going to be playing full games, but we'll get there. Um, Jimmy, the big winner. I'm going to start off with you. Up top. So, so I like the highest price guy the most, Josh Allen. This is a game that the Bills absolutely have to win um, for multiple reasons, right? They need to win to win the division. They need to win for seeding. Nobody likes to come play in Buffalo, right? So if they win this game, they win the division, and I believe that they'll be the second seed or the third seed, which means that they'll guarantee themselves at least one home playoff game, which is huge for them, right? It Just imagine, you know, next week in the playoffs, it's just like snowing or just like shitty weather in Buffalo. They also need to gain and kind of keep some momentum rolling into the playoffs too, right? Yeah, which now, they have a lot of momentum right now. Yeah, I don't think that you know this is going to be like a sneaky play, but there's going to be so much weird value on this slate. I think with the obvious plays, you just kind of have to plug them in and go, right? Um, and, and it'll work out for you. Um, you know, I almost incidentally last week I I almost took down you know the PME Pat Mayo's tournament. I had some really high highly owned guys but I was able to differentiate myself in a few other places, right? 
So, you know, uh, the, the obvious plays, I think you just kind of got to roll with them this week and, and see where the chips land. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're in an amazing spot. You know, second highest team total, the Jets, who, you know, hopefully the Jets can put up a little bit of a fight like last week. We were not going to have our man Braxton Berrios oh. in the lineup, but um, you <laughs> so know, hopefully, sad. hopefully they can just kind of keep it close, you know, to keep this thing rolling. And it's not you know, 27, nothing at half. And it's like, ah, but, you only get but regardless, you know, Josh Allen has proven that he's willing to go on the ground with his legs mm-hmm. even here towards the end of the season and moments where he doesn't even need to, uh, you know, totally. he's pretty reckless about that, which, you know, yep. not great for season long sometimes, but great for a week, especially yeah. against a Jets team. I mean, I think he's guaranteed at least 65, 70 yards on the ground, hopefully sneaks in a rushing touchdown as well on the goal line. So I think Josh Allen's my favorite play as well, Jim. Um, moving down, we're just going to brush over Aaron Rodgers for a second. He's not my pick, but just for the listeners, there's a good chance Aaron Rodgers plays one series to one quarter max this Sunday. So he's going to start. Don't fall for it. Um, they're just going to try to keep him in his routine, just like they're going to do. Like we talked about Jamar chase and a couple other players we'll get to, but Aaron Rodgers is an absolute red flag this week. Do not play him. Scratch him off. They got nothing to play for. They've clinched home field. and I feel like I'm going right down the list here, but Tom Brady, I feel like, is an obvious person here. The Carolina Panthers are absolutely worthless at this point. Matt Rule, <laughs> considering himself Jay-Z, um, that team is not playing hard for him this weekend. They're way out of playoff contention. These guys don't want to get hurt. Tom Brady is also going for the single-season passing yards record. He, You know him. He's not going to slow down until that record is broken, no matter what receivers are out there. And obviously, we have some great stacks getting cheap with the Bucks. I don't even know half these guys' names, and I don't even care. But even a guy like Scotty <laughs> Miller could possibly be in contention this week. I'm not saying he's a favorite, but you can get really cheap with Bucks players with Brady on top, possibly throwing five touchdowns, 400 yards this week to finish off the season. All right. Yeah, like it. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah, and I'm sticking right below him. I have him ranked for me over Tom this week, and that's Kyler. Um, I think he's been, you know, pretty damn good lately. He's been using his legs a little bit. Um, This is, you know, a big win for them. Um, They need to win, obviously. And I think you're going to see in terms of game, it's probably my favorite game because I think this is probably Russ's swan song unless something weird happens in Seattle may end up keeping him. Um, So I think he's going to show out, you know, last game as a Seahawk. Like I think this game just has all the makings of just like a really weird divisional like shootout type thing. Um, so, and there's a lot of pieces you can go, um, and and, you know, with that, Russ is like one of my favorite quarterbacks too. So both sides of this game are playable. You know, you you got receivers on both sides. You've got running backs on both sides. You can get very weird and different, uh, in this game, but I think this game definitely has the makings of like a full game stack. I, I agree. And I think there's a chance Kyler actually goes lower on this week on top of that, because he's let so many people down this year throughout season long leagues. Right. I mean, his injury is not putting up the numbers, the rushing stats that we're looking for, but they're going into the playoffs. They're going to be trying to get hot here and they're going to let him turn loose. So I really, really like the Kyler play. And then yeah, I mean, I, I'll, Cannonball I'll, come in. Cannonball. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah. I mean, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Still yeah, drinking I mean, the cheap stuff. I like no, it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, stick to your roots, dude. I mean, look, they. I think Kyler Murray is in a great spot. I think that there's guys that are just a little bit cheaper. Yeah. That, you know, I I, I can't stand this guy. I I absolutely hate him. Oh, don't steal my guy. But I mean, I think I'm just gonna have to play a fair amount of Taysom Hill this week. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I, it's just one of those things where, like, I don't know if I'll play anybody but him and Kamara, but the run back options on the Atlanta side are great. That offense is just so condensed. It's a nice, you just plug Cordero Patterson, plug Gage in, and then we're good to go. Kyle Pitts, um, he's been questionable all week. I don't think that he's going to play. Um, he, he pulled his hamstring pretty early in the game last week and didn't come back. Um, which is kind of a bummer because I think that, you know, he would have had a nice matchup there. But, yeah, I mean, at 6,200, you know, for the same type of rushing upside, maybe more, that Kyler gives you, I mean, this guy, I, they just keep playing him, and it's really weird. And, like, 
I, I, I don't know. They they're in must win mode, right? They have to win. Um, in Dude, order trust to me, you, you, you don't have to talk me into it. He's number three on my list. Oh my He's my third God. favorite quarterback this week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 just it just feels really gross because I hate playing guys that like suck at their position. Yeah, he's not I mean, a just, good quarterback. But, no, he's not. But but that's okay. I mean, at sixty two hundred, it's so hard to ignore the 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 type of upside you get with him. And you know, with no Michael Thomas, there's no kind of Saints receiver that really stands out. Yeah, um, I, I'd be interested as we get closer to Locke, um, what his ownership looks like, um, because if if not a lot of people are going to play him, I'm probably going to be pretty high on him. Yeah, I, I think he's got a very safe floor because yeah. I, I think they are just going to hammer him and Kamara into the ground because it's do or die, win or go home. Yep. Um, and Atlanta is a sieve. Like, they can get absolutely smoked. And I, I don't think they're going to get cute here. Like, I think Sean Payton's going to – they're each going to tote the rock a lot on Sunday. Yeah, they, they got to do what they have to do to win. And look, Atlanta, for as much as we bag on Atlanta – They've got a, you know, a really, really good quarterback, even though he's getting a little older. But look, they've they've won seven games this year. They're seven and nine. They're not like really, really terrible. Yeah, so, they're not Jacksonville. No, they're they're not they're not just a doormat, right? Like Jacksonville and the Jets. And and even the Jets aren't really, you know, the, I mean, dude, last time they played it was 27-25, the score. Yeah, so like it's a division game. Um you know, Atlanta, they, they have that they have their new coach. They they're not gonna let roll over for anybody, right? They're gonna no. keep playing hard. It's a lot like it's kinda like a lot like the Lions to me, right? Like they're just gonna keep playing hard no matter what. And then um yeah, I mean I I really I really like the spot for him, right? Is there anybody yeah, else kind of in that mid range yeah. that you like, or you, you guys want to kind of drop down a little more? Yeah, and the only thing to turn me from this guy is he has no running upside, but it's Kirk Cousins. And guys, we know in games that don't matter, Kirk Cousins is the man, right? It's against very a Bears true. team, against a Bears team that's not very good. They're giving up as well. They're both coaches are probably getting fired after this game. Yeah. So, yeah, no, Kirk Cousins. I think for a three touchdown game, and line him up with Jefferson with no Thielen, maybe throw some KJ Osborne in there, maybe get old Conklin in there. I mean, it's it's very cheap. It's very easy. Kirk Cousins goes off in these situations situation so let's do it all right cool Vinny. Uh, yeah i think right below that uh one of my favorite guys on the slate this weekend is tyler huntley um same reasons you talked about with Taysom, right like they're in a they're in a win now that mode like they they they're technically in right now they have to win this game division matchup so it's going to be a tough slugging match but you know he's got 50 to 75 rushing yards in him at least you know if he pops one of those in you know you're at 12 13 points and then whatever he does to the air he could very easily get 20 25 30 points on sunday um and i think this game could shoot out a little bit more than people think so i I like like the stack options too um i really obviously really like andrews love bateman um those are the only two guys i'm really interested in if you want you know if you're playing a larger field gpp I mean, Marquise Brown is kind of always there, but Huntley has really shown that he's not going to throw the deep ball kind of like Mm -hmm. Lamar throws the deep ball. They're going to stick to that intermediate game, which is why Bateman and um, Andrews have just been absolutely killing it, right? Yeah. Got some good runback options on Pittsburgh. Obviously, my favorite player, Najee Harris, um, (laughs) who, you know, in a game that, you know, Pittsburgh's not playing for anything. Right, yeah. like they're out completely. Uh, no, Pittsburgh. No, Pittsburgh, they are. Lost enough has to happen. Not in, they, but they can get in. So they, they need the Colts to the Jags. Yeah. So they need. So no. So they're out. Right. Like I know there's <laughs> yeah. this, there's this whole narrative this week that like oh the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville and you know their last six games and like all this other shit the Colts are not losing to Jacksonville. But again, just, like let's no. just be honest. Like Ben's not going to go out there and roll over in his last game and he would love nothing more than to piss on you know Baltimore season right to like totally. set it off. So totally they're going to yeah, bring I mean, it. And this is probably we always, be we always talk about this with division games. No matter what, even if teams were both four and 12 at this point a division game's a division game and they do not like each other and these yeah, two teams exactly. are ready to go yeah exactly yeah. especially so, up there look, in the AFC north 
the NFL finally figured it out. They did it a little bit last year. They're doing it full force this year. They're having as many division games on this last yep. week as it's possible. Genius. So that genius. way, so even even the teams that don't have anything to quote unquote play for, yeah. um, still don't want to lose to a division rival, like you said, right? Joe? Totally. Um, yep. So you know, I think that that game is is great any way you want to stack it. Deontay, I think, is going to have a big game because Baltimore's secondary has just been really, really bad. Baltimore's going to need to win this game like we talked about, so they're just going to load the box and make Noodle Arm try and beat them. <laughs> um, if Fryermuth is back in, I think that's, you know, he's been kind of – well, Pat's been a little quiet for a few weeks. I think it's a nice week to do a double tight end stack with him and Andrews to kind of get a little bit different there mm. as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I love the game overall. Really cheap, um, kind of all over the place, especially if you don't stack with Najee. Um, and then you can kind of pick whoever you want to from there. Yeah, okay. makes sense. There's only there's only one guy down low that I'm going to be considering throwing in a lineup or two, and that's Jared Goff. Again, oh. we talked about how this Jason – I mean, <laughs> Jason, Dan Campbell, not Jason Campbell, that retired dude. Uh, Dan Campbell, this Lions team is going to be playing hard, right? And they always do. It's Detroit Green Bay. This is a rivalry. Jared Goff's thrown three touchdowns out of the last – you know, two out of the last three times he's gone out there. He's been out the last couple of weeks. People are going to forget about him. Amon Ross St. Brown has just been going off. Oh. You can even throw – you can even throw – he was another oh. guy that hooked Jim up. And oh. there's a – you know, and there's Sorry. little there's random guys like Raymond that you can throw in there really cheap. Or you can go with DeAndre Swift, which is going to be at full health, ready to yep. go. And you know DeAndre Swift gets catches from Jared Goff. Yep. So he's going to get his pass catches in his yard. There's some really weird stacks we can get going on there. So I really like Jared Goff. He got the questionable tag next to him, which is going to throw even more people off him. So that's the only person I like down low. But I do want to have a little conversation. I, Trey I have, Lance. Well, hold on. I have one more okay. person down low. Okay. Do it. Vinny, do you have anybody down do low? Or I mean, I have two guys. I'll probably throw a dart. So you're probably going to hit the guy. So the 20, the 20 quarterback, man. Yeah. No, I've only got five. <laughs> but I'll have some random ones like I always do. But. So I'm going to play – I'm going to play a Cincinnati stack with Brandon Allen. Jeez, and I didn't have I know that, that I know that Jamar Chase may only play a quarter or two, Good but no one's going to play him, okay? The guy helped me win 250 GUR last week. So I think he deserves a $12 dart throw this week, <laughs> so, right? So and why don't you just play Chase? Why do you have to play this this – Wet no, because, towel of Brandon Allen. Because he's going to play the whole game, okay? And I I want $5,100 against the shitty-ass Browns who uh, aren't going to play anybody. I like, personally think if you're going to do that, you play Case, Case Keenum. He's at least a real NFL quarterback that could have a real game. Fine. And then just bring it that's back fine. to Chase. So. Yeah, but there's no one to stack with Keenum. You could play Landry. No. No, I would I would rather just play Allen Chase and then play Chubb on the way back and then move on. That's how right. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Okay. That's deep dive. Okay. Joe, you you had a question about Lance. <laughs> yeah. So you know I was talking to uh, B. Ryan from the <laughs> Athletic today, and it's like there's no way in hell Garoppolo plays on Sunday. His thumb is like tearing off of the web of his hand. That's and. There's no way he's playing, and they're just doing this to make the Rams game plan for two guys. Now, Trey Lance hasn't shown this, like, miraculous game, but I think he does have it in him rushing-wise to get us a shit ton of points, especially 5,500 in a highly competitive game Yeah, where you know that Shanahan's going to dial up some run scheme that is wild. It's going to neutralize someone like an Aaron Donald, right? And Debo's going to go out of rushing yards. Lance is going to have his red zone shots. Um, I think Lance is an interesting play. So here's my take on that. Vinny, or Vinny, if you want to go. No, go ahead. I think that Garoppolo is going to start, but I don't think he's going to play very long. I think that Shanahan is not super confident. Um in Trey being able to do this against this team. So he's going to start Garoppolo and I think Garoppolo is going to look like shit really quickly and they're going to go to Lance. So you could get Lance at like 0.03% owned. So mm -hmm. in a bigger GPP, which I have a couple of lineups in a big GPP, 
I'm going to play a Niner stack with Lance. And even if Jimmy plays because of that injury, they're going to have packages for him, right? They're, I, I think it's one of those games where we saw earlier in the year, like when Lance threw that touchdown, right? He just came in for like a goal line package. It, I think that somebody like Lance at 5,500 could easily get you like three X on like 10 plays, like 15 plays a lot better than the yeah. loser. I was just talking about Brandon Allen who made, was going to really struggle to crack 10. Right? I think right. it's, I think it's worth a stab. I, I personally need to know that he's starting. I'm not, it's not that he can't do it. I, I just think like if, if Garoppolo is going to start, it's because they've just injected his hand with as, as much cortisone as you could possibly imagine. Dude, he's going to be throwing but like shit. It, I'm not saying he's going to play good. I, I actually don't expect him to. I'm just saying I think if they're going to go that direction, they're riding him. Like they're going to ride or die and live with him. Jim, you're right. But, there could be packages and stuff. But, again, you're, you're talking about like a Millie Maker shot if you're going to do it. Like definitely if you're a yeah. core player, like three to five lineups, don't make that play. But if you're going to right if you're going to put a Millie, like – it's worth a shot, but if he's gonna yeah. play, I will have a few lineups with him ready to pivot off. But I think I think it's all smokescreen that he's gonna play at all. Like I said, I'm talking to talk to someone that yeah, is I think been so in the too. practices, and he's saying there's no way in hell that Jimmy plays. I don't His think so either. Is, is destroyed, and, and you, I'll I'm be sorry, honest. but if you're throwing a football, you can't. You can do it without a pinky. You can't do it without a thumb. A very easy way you can do it, which is what I plan to do, is I'm going to have a few Lance lineups ready to go. The other afternoon game that I will pivot to, not not the whole game, but uh, Tyler Huntley's $200 more. So in my yeah. Lance lineups, I will leave 200 on the table. Yep. If I find out Lance is not starting, yep. I, I'll pivot to Huntley. Like, that's how I'm going to roll with it, but if Lance is in, I will, have, I will have a few of him for sure. All right. Yeah, that's Glad a, we had the conversation. Yep. Glad we had the conversation. All right, All right, ready to move on to running backs, or is there any stray animals you have down there you want to pick? No, no stray right. animals. <laughs> All right, guys, let's, let's go to running backs. Um, I'm going to, you know, just talk about the elephant in the room. It's Jonathan Taylor. Um, the Colts' playoff hopes rely completely on him against a very weak Jaguars team. Um, Jonathan Taylor can go over 2,000 yards this week. I mean, it's a big game if he does. It's like a 200-yard-plus game. Um, which he can absolutely do. But yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> come but on. That, but that entire offense runs through Jonathan Taylor. They don't yeah. even mess around with Naheem Himes anymore. It is the Jonathan Taylor show. Carson Wentz is having the season he's having because of Jonathan Taylor. Yep. And Mark Wright is a great coach, and he's not going to divert from what's going on. Jonathan Frank Taylor Wright. being at 90. Frank Wright. Frank Wright, whatever. Mark, Frank. James. I was like, wait, who? <laughs> Miguel. Um, but, I mean, he's 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 <laughs> he's ninety three hundred. He's a thousand dollars more than Kamara, right? I I hope that just pushes some people away from him or thinking, oh, he's not going to get all the carries. I don't give a shit. Jonathan Taylor can easily go for over two hundred yards, three plus touchdowns this week, and cap off one of the greatest seasons a running back has ever had. So, Jonathan Taylor is an easy easy play. I mean, he's got to be in fifty percent of lineups this week, right? He's showing right now about seventeen to twenty percent. So no, I mean fifty percent of our lineups. He's got to be in yeah, fifty yeah. percent of our lineups. I, I mean, would say yes. I so think the- he's in a smash spot. My only concern is like they get up and they're not gonna run him into the fucking ground, and he's their only shot in the playoffs, right? Like if they're up twenty to nothing and they can squat, Jacksonville's terrible, dude. Like they're not like. They may not score a point on Sunday. I I, don't, I think that they're going to try and get him that rushing record, Vinny. Dude, he's 300 yards away. Yeah, I thought he was like 220. He's at 1,734 yards of the season. Okay. So it's he's got to go 270 on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. possible. I mean, so it, he needs I mean, to have like a monster first half, a quarter. That's you know, and then he's having a day. But, it might happen. It might happen. <laughs> I mean, Jim, I don't know your take. So if you had thoughts on that, but I personally will have – more Camara, and it's just because I think the team that that like there's no other path for them to win this game. 
Like yeah, I think I Atlanta's going to be more competitive, and I, I, I just project Kamara's going to be like the. I show just hate it. Like Kamara's gotten 13, 13, and eleven carries. I know, in man. Three but weeks. when like, he they, does, they do lean on him. He goes 30, 40 points. Uh, yeah, I just to, don't... Me, to me personally, I, I would rather play more like Dalvin Cook or Nick Chubb. I like them um, too, and I, I, Nick Chubb is my sneaky play this week. Um, I'm, I'm staying away from Kamara personally. I just don't. Whatever Sean Payton's doing, when Taysom Hill's in there, um, everything goes to Taysom. Hill and it doesn't go to Kamara, and it's why they are average yeah. this year. So I'm, I mean, they, I, they I have just, a great defense. So the fact that their winning percentage the way it is is because of Sean Payton's reliance on Taysom Hill this yeah. season and and not going to Kamara. So I don't see him changing. Just I didn't out of the blue on the last week. Um, I'm not going to take the risk. That's fair. J- yeah, Jim. I I would rather just play Jonathan Taylor. I mean, look, it's coming down to this week. Like you can find some value out there. But it's going to come down to whether or not you want to play Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. or you want to play Cooper Cup. Yeah. Right? It's going to be very difficult to play them both in a, in a lineup and make, like, a, a decent lineup. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I'm going to have a fair amount of Taylor. I'm, I'm more leaning toward the side of Joey. Um, I'll have Kamara with my Taysom Hill stacks just to try yeah. and maximize all of the – the touchdown equity kind of in that offense. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where I'm just like, yeah, you know, there's, there's a guy a little bit further down that I am actually going to probably have a lot more of. So I'll wait till we get down into like the high sixes. Okay. okay. Is there anyone else in the seven K range you guys are looking at? I mean, obviously we talked about Najee a little bit. I think you, you have to get some sort of exposure to him just based on the volume. He, I mean, He's on yeah. the field, like I, you know. Obviously, last week I was hyper focused when he was on the field because he was, <laughs> you know, basically stole seven hundred fifty thousand dollars from me. But he's on the field every fucking play. Every I mean, play. he he was literally out for I I counted like maybe four or five snaps. That's it. Yeah. He's he's a monster for pass blocking. He you know he does it all, and yeah. it's weird that. No, I know they have an outside shot, but they're going to like run this guy into the ground year one, but they're going to do it right. Like they, they just keep him out there all the time. So I think that, you know, I mean, combined last time they played, he had 26 total touches, five through the air, 21 on the ground. Like he's exactly. going to get you 25. No, but that's, and that's, normal. So, that's just yes. normal for him. Wh- which then, to your point, like I really want to play Nick Chubb because I think it's sneaky as hell and he's going to be like 1% owned. But dude, well, yeah, like, that like, last game scared me. Like, he was. They didn't play him. He's, uh, he doesn't have an in, injury designation. He had twelve carries. Like, the guy, the guy that the, the guy that ultimately won had Chubb and Harris, and I thought Chubb was going to be my bigger problem last. Right. Yeah, I don't know so, what Cleveland's like, doing. Man. I mean, who knows? So that's. <clears throat> I mean, Kareem Hunt's questionable. Looks like he's probably going to play this week. Yeah, I don't know, man. It just that shit. Just that's another. Me. That's another situation where I don't trust the coaches. They don't know what they have, obviously. And yes, again, the there's fans, a reason yeah. they're five hundred. They're five hundred I mean, with a monster roster, well, right? Because like, they just don't do anything right. They don't even do play actions with a he- run heavy offense. They don't even run totally. a play action. Play. I think so, that they want to lose this game. I know it's a division game. I, I think that they want to lose this game because it will help their draft pick next year. I yeah. think if there's any team this weekend that's really looking to lose, you know, <laughs> eight and nine and or seven and ten, I mean, that could be a difference of like five or six picks because there's a lot of teams that are going to finish right around that area, right? Yeah. So I hear you. I, I, uh, I, what, what if we drop down a little bit? What about like below seven K? Yeah. So below seven K, the guy that you we have to look at is Montgomery. Yeah, dude, he's um, just been a monster. That's my guy. Yeah, Nagy's just been riding him, right? He finally realized, oh, shit, this guy's pretty good. Our run game is what carries us forward. And he took him to not have any quarterbacks to understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, Montgomery, I think, is going to get fed over 20 times again. Against, again, a Minnesota team that their coach, both coaches are going to get fired after this game. And the players yeah. are playing for themselves. And I can see David Montgomery having himself a day. Yeah. And pissing off a lot of people that didn't even think about it. I yeah, you. I mean, I love everyone it. just automatically goes, oh, the Bears suck, the Bears suck, I'm not going to play. It's like, well, yeah, like, that's fine and everything like that. But David Montgomery is just getting 
you know, the, the type of volume that Najee Harris is getting. Like, he just is yeah. not coming off the field, right? So, like, we, we have to pay attention to that. And, uh, you know, everyone's going to flock to Rashad Penny again. Yeah. And maybe rightfully <laughs> so, right? Because yeah. they're giving him a shitload of volume as well. But I would rather pay the extra $300 to go play an abysmal run totally. defense in Minnesota as as opposed to Arizona, where like Arizona needs to win this game. Yeah. So it's and a I, division game. They have to win. And then the the thing I love where Penny is priced, I think he's gonna suck up a lot of ownership from Cordero Patterson as well. Patterson's a little bit lower price this week. I, I'm give me all the Cordero this week. Yeah. Interesting. I think all right. I think yeah. also uh Connor. Connor's a pick that we have to look at. Edmonds not might not play this week. Ooh. And again, this is the Cardinals need to win and the Rams to lose and they can take the division. So I, I like a different Cardinals running back. So, but James Connor, I mean, again, he hasn't played in two weeks and he missed the three weeks ago. He came out of the game. Yeah. I think his ownership goes down. This is still the 16 touchdown man running the ball. The Cardinals are going to feed him if he's healthy and it's been a heel thing. I think they've been resting him up for the playoffs, but this is a playoff game for the Cardinals and it's an interdivision game. And I think James Connor is going to go, you know, surprise people and go, oh shit, I forgot about James Connor. Yeah. I think that's like we were really talking about a month call. ago. The other one that I like that's right below that, which I think is a sneaky play, not even sneaky, I guess, but if Aaron Jones isn't going to play, which I don't think he's going to, he's questionable with that rib injury. Did no. you see that hit he took, by the way, last yeah, week? He's been, de- he's, been dealing, he's been dealing with multiple injuries, though. Like uh, his ankle's been jacked up. I, I mean, I have a feeling rest. they sit him in a meaningless game. He gets this week, the bye week, in a, in a week of like rest. So he gets three weeks before the week. I think A.J. Dillon's a really good play. Uh, 6,200 versus the Lions rush if, defense, which is so, just abysmal. So here's – I don't disagree with you, Vinny, but I think that's going to be a lot where a lot of people can go. He's going to be the sexy pick, right? Yeah. I think that if Aaron Rodgers was playing – Well, he is the playing. Whole, the we whole don't game. Know. We don't the like – yeah, I know. I hear you. If Aaron Rodgers – we knew he was going to play the whole game, which I don't think that he is, um, I, I have some interest in A.J. Dillon. Once Aaron Rodgers goes out and Jordan Love comes in the game, Dan Campbell is going to load the box up and say, okay, you go beat me. Because as yeah, soon as Aaron Rodgers comes out, Devontae Adams is coming out too. I hear what you're saying, but like the Lions still have the <coughs> ranked rushing defense in the league. Like It's not like they're any good, right? That's and fine, but if you load the box just- – if you load the box with eight players, which is what Dan Campbell's going to do to make Jordan Love, yeah, I hear you. Hasn't I mean, shit. I think there's a play below that that we all really. I'm just kind of going in list here of guys that are, are going to be in my player pool. I think. Um, yeah. Below that, who who's who's got next? Yeah. Like, so who, already already mentioned him. Already mentioned him, but I'll be playing him in one offs as well. It's DeAndre Swift. Um, same oh. game again. Lions are going for it, man. Every game is a playoff game for them, especially going against the Packers. DeAndre Swift doesn't care an injury designation anymore. He's going to be playing full. Uh, Dan Campbell's not going to be like, oh, let's rest him for next season. That's just not his mentality. Jared Goff is back. We're looking at massive PPR stats here with Swift. Yeah. He's going to never play catches. Again. I mean, that's fine, but he's been a little bit rough around the so edges injury wise the last like few one weeks. One week, Vinny? Yeah, but no, this is like DeAndre the Swift. Time. He's, he's wow. finally not carrying an injury designation from that shoulder. He missed one, two, three, four weeks in a row, and then last week he got four carries, and they're just easing him back in against Seattle. So I think See, I so, just think so there's better plays. But like what you just said, Vinny, is I think a, maybe a big reason to play him. But why? Why would you? Why, but why would you pay a hundred dollars more for Eli Mitchell? Uh, in a in a scheme that they are going to hammer the Rams. So I know. So well, I'm not playing Eli Mitchell because of Debo Samuel because of Trey Lance on the goal line. Eli Mitchell can go for 100 yards and get completely snake this week, whereas DeAndre Swift is going to be the guy, the focal point of that offense when he's healthy because they don't have anyone else. I get that, dude, but, like, he's gone for 30, 17, and 24 his last three games, whereas Swift, like, I get it. He's got the upside, but, like, you're talking about a guy that is just insanely volatile, and I just don't think you need to do it. Like, Devin Singletary has been better than than Swift lately. Well, I mean – Again, Swift hasn't been playing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been playing full snaps. And I just think Elijah Mitchell, Vinny, like I love Mitchell. And I know that the Niners, their path to victory is running the ball. It's the only way they win Sunday. Exactly. But the Rams also know this. 
And the Rams are either going to be playing a hurt Jimmy Garoppolo or a green is, you know, my garden in July, (laughs) Trey Lance. Okay. So they're, they're going to do the same thing. They're just going to load the box and say, okay, like, you know, I hear you. That's why I like if you're going to play some Niners this week and we'll get to it when we get to the, the, the wide receivers is playing some of the passing guys yeah. because they're gonna have to throw the ball in order to win the game this week. For right? sure. So yeah. and by the and by the way, Chase Edmonds is officially out. So the James Conner yeah. play just got even higher for Yeah, that's a nice spot. I wasn't really on him. Anyone like below like six K that you really like or I mean well, I, I think, know we can take dark shots think, everywhere, but out of this whole area, a guy that I like more is Dante Foreman. Yeah, I have him too. Tennessee runs the ball. Houston fucking sucks. Um, he, they just, you know, we, we watched it last week, even against the Niners with a solid run defense. He had a, he had a solid game, yeah. right? They're just going to feed him the ball. And, yep. like, I'm just going to follow that volume because he's not a sexy name. He's not a name that a lot of people are going to play. Yep. But he has one of the best point-per-dollar values on the entire slate just because of the volume he's been getting. Um, yep. And then b- below that, you know, obviously we talk about Samaj P. Ryan a little bit. Joe Mixon's on the COVID-19 list, which, I, I mean, I don't really think that they care. They need him healthy for the playoffs. Um, P. Ryan's going to get the, the bulk of the work, and he's going to be the guy. And at 5,300, yeah. I don't really even care if he's in the 25 30% owned range with that volume. That's just kind of a free square that I'll just take and then move on. What, what about your boy, Sexy um, Rexy? No, thanks. So there's a guy we need to talk about at 5K, and it's Michael Carter for the Jets. Oh, yeah. He's not he's not yeah. carrying he's not carrying the injury designation. He got Hell concussed yeah. out of last week. He had three yep. carries for 54 yards and got a concussion last week. Um, guys had a again, yeah, but it's he's all, he's all no injury designation. Hard, he's playing. Yeah, again, yeah. this is this is a team that you know a rookie head coach wants to go out on a high note for going into next season. And he's going to ride his rookie running back, Michael Carter. Well, he's the um, passing down guy too, right? Yep. So he's going to get all the love, and he does have potential to absolutely have a huge game. Yeah. The only last guy that I just want to mention, we can hit receivers. We're running a little bit long. Antonio Gibson, any interest? No, but I have – 1,500 versus the Giants. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. I have a guy that I'm a little bit more interested in, though, at the dead men at 4,000. Let's fire it away. Eno Benjamin. Mm, yeah. Nobody is going to play Eno Benjamin. Yeah. I, I liked him earlier this year, too. He's super explosive. He just doesn't get the run. But yeah, he well, went this week. Well, and here's here's the thing, right? You have to take some sort of stances in these games. I don't disagree with Joey's Connor play because it's sneaky and I like that. But there is a scenario and a very likely scenario that – Arizona just starts blowing the doors off Seattle. And by halftime, they might be up by 14 to, you know, 20 points, right? Even if it, that they get to that and in like the fourth quarter, they're just going to start feeding, you know, Benjamin the ball. And Seattle's run defense is absolutely fucking terrible. Yeah. They're not going to run Kyler Murray because they don't want to get him hurt. They're going to lean on Connor. Yes. But they also don't want to blow him out. So, I, you know, Benjamin is going to get carries. I mean, it's either going to be him or the other guy that Arizona has been getting run is Jonathan Ward. That's where the big risk is, is guessing which one of those guys is going to get that secondary volume. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think it's Benjamin. Um, the modeling that I'm looking at thinks it's Jonathan Ward. Um it, it, it one of those guys I think could be a sneaky play in, in a larger field, but very, very risky. Um, but absolutely worth mentioning because of how the game could go there. That's fair. All right. Let's roll receiver to time. the dubs. Joe, you haven't let off yet. Have you? Yeah. Um, maybe you I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lead off at the top because he's too obvious, but I think it is a Debo Samuel week. Again, I think if the Niners want to win this game and do their thing, they're going to move Debo around. He's going to get the ball in every situation possible, motioning, dragging across the field, not letting Jalen Ramsey cover him at all or make him run around the field to cover him. Um, I think this is a Debo week. I think Debo has one of those games. Um, He's got this big rivalry with Aaron Donald. I love these storylines. They're all talking about, I don't know that guy. I don't know him either. Right? Um, I love it. It's some WWE shit from 1993. You know? It's great. This is some total Undertaker shit back in the 90s. I I love it. So I think this is a Debo week and a massive, massive game for both teams. 
Yeah, yep. I'm with you. And that's going to come down to the wire. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think he's probably my favorite one off this week. And it's just yeah. because, you know, he's not traditional, but like he is so important to that team. Uh, they're going to find a way to get him the but ball. He's like a Cordero Patterson, right? It's all about touches. It's not how he gets his touches. It's about yeah. the touches in total and the situations they give him the ball, which is important situations, third downs, goal line plays. Debo is the guy they're drawing the play up for. So I, again, I think it's a Debo week at 8,500. Um, it's, it's cheap, man. It's cheap. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What about some I of the mean, one-offs? Or, sorry, Jim. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, if we're talking about one-offs, uh, there's two right around the 7,000 range, uh, AJ Brown and Amon Ross yeah. St. Brown, the Brown brothers here. Um, <laughs> I, I think that, you know, obviously St. Brown, they're just, they they see the talent in him. He's obviously comfortable in the offense now, and they're just peppering him with the ball. And then AJ Brown playing Houston. I mean, he he's all they got, right? They so, don't have any. And they need now. to win. And Tennessee uh, so, needs to win too. So I'm going to mention this because I'm going to mention this because I almost listed these guys as a stack, but Tennessee lost to Houston last time. And I know. If yeah, they win, them up. <laughs> and if they win, they clinch number one seed. I know. They're going to kick yeah. the shit out of Houston this week. And so I, I really want to play a Tannehill lineup. His game logs have just been so bad, but I, I'll yeah. probably have a Tannehill. And I mean, Brown. look, well, what you can do, Vinny, I think is that like, if you just play Tannehill, Foreman, you and Brown, AJ Brown. Yeah. You're, you're just capitalizing on like 85% of the touchdown equity yeah. In that offense, because like when, when they get into the red zone, they're either going to run to Foreman, they're either going to try and look to throw to AJ Brown the large percentage of the time, or Tannehill can run the ball, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's fine, and that's not something that I even thought about. So, yeah. like, as we're like talking right now, I'm like, man, man, like, you got a great run back with Cooks on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm yeah, I, I'm Tennessee's going to smoke them. Like that's a bet I'll take all day. Like yeah, it's gambling wise. So cool. Like, like going it. down the line, is there any? I mean, I just mentioned one that guys that I play every single week that I will continue to play Brandon Cooks. But yeah, um, but I got a guy. Go. It's okay. going to be, and I'm calling it here. It's going to be a Tyler Lockett week. Ooh, Dang. Tyler Tyler Lockett goes absolutely berserk against the Cardinals, I and like he that. always does. DK got the three touchdowns last week and all these targets. Everyone's going to jump on that train. It is a Tyler Lockett week. Three catches, three touchdowns potentially on all random, you know, Russ high ball throws going to space. I so, like it. Again, I love Lockett this week. I'm going to get overexposed to him. I know it. But, again, I love him as a one-off. And at 6400 that's way, way too cheap. for. His I like side. that because I can never predict which week it is. I'm always wrong. So the fact that you're saying it, like, I'm in. <laughs> I love that. So. Yeah, but like it, it, he's a hard guy to predict. That's for sure. Yeah. But, oh, he hits. But, like, he, he has slate-breaking, like, potential. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a slate-breaker for sure. Um. Cool. Yeah, no, I really like that. Um, man, I think below that, I think an interesting play this week that's like good leverage if you're going to not play Jonathan Taylor in a lineup is Michael Pittman. Um, I mean, the Jacks are just so bad. But like, yeah. this is a guy who's still getting almost double-digit touches or, you know, targets a game. He could very Pittman's easily their, get... Pittman's their only real receiver. Yeah, he could very easily catch, yeah, like, you know, 10, 12 balls and, you know, 180 yards <laughs> on Sunday. Like, the Jags are so bad. So, I think it's an mm-hmm. interesting leverage spot. It's 5,900. I mean, that's for number one against the worst team, one of the worst teams in the league. Like, I think that's a really good play. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Um, no. Down down in that area, um, we're starting to get down. I mean, if you're looking for a guy that <clears throat> has, like, a 10, 10 or 11-point floor, but I think this week could just be a spike week. And I think it's Brandon Ayuk at 5,600. Um, <laughs> death taxes and Jimmy playing Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's paid off. They it's look, like, oh, no, no, the, that's my surprise of the week. <laughs> the disparity of pricing between him and Debo. Yeah. I get it massive. because Debo gets the carries, but it's too much, right? He is the guy that they're going to look to throw the ball down the field. And I think in order for the Niners to win the game this week, they're going to have to take some shots down the field. And 
if we all think that Trey Lance is going to play and that there's no way that Jimmy can play, Trey Lance is the guy to take the shot. Yeah, down he becomes field. very attractive to me if Lance plays. Well, I think I think he is anyway, just yeah. because they're gonna have some so, they're gonna have to find some way to get him the ball. And if Jimmy can't throw the ball 15 yards, then they're not gonna play him, right? So another so, little caveat just to keep in mind is like against the Rams with Vaughn Miller, there's a very strong possibility that Kittle becomes more of a blocking tight end in this game. Yes. Like he will stay in on pass routes and block as an extra 100 percent So if you're gonna stack it, like George Kittle, as much as I love the guy, like he's not an automatic lock. Sure, he could burn him. We'll, you know, we're talking about tight end here, but like if you're going to do it, like there's no uh, hurt like playing Debo and Ayuk or just Absolutely. going to Ayuk because, like I said, well, Kittle is going to be counted on to help block with Von Miller there now. So, well, we've seen it a lot this year, right? Like Debo can get his numbers and Ayuk can still hit value because they have different roles completely sure. within the offense, right? And and those games that Kittle does need to stay in and block more, like this game, Ayuk is going to get his looks. And at fifty six hundred, yep. like that's just the it's just not a good price for him. Like I get it, he could get you like six, yeah. right? But I think he also has like twenty point upside, no problem. I mean, if he catches one of these bombs that they're going to try and throw, I'm going to hope that Kyle is going to have to scheme somebody up to get open, right? And I think he's going to be the guy this week. So just in, in that range right there, um, Ayuk. And then I, I talked about it real quick earlier as a run back, but I think he's a great one-off in Russell Gage as well because he's about the only receiver that the Falcons have at this point. Yeah. All right, let's go down low. I got two guys. I'm going to go save ahead, my one low guy because he's going to be my uh, end of the podcast uh, prediction. Okay. Right. Hopefully we don't um, take it. I got two guys in this like 40, 51, 49 range that are one-offs for me. Right. Um, Gabe Davis can be a one-off or part of a Buffalo stack. Yeah. Um, or Chase Claypool at 5,100. Um, yeah. Like God, you guys I said, I Chase Ben's, Claypool now. I, I do too, but like, I think you just have to have to take a look at it. And then Barrios, no Barrios this week. Um, so Jamison Crowder is off the COVID-19 list. He's going to play. I think he's fully, um, you can run him out there. He's 4,600. So I don't think a lot of people probably play him, um, but he's a guy I'm super interested in. Cool. And then I have at 4,400, Cyril Grayson for Tampa. Cyril. Yep. Part of that buck stack. Yeah, same thing. Um, Cyril and Cyril are two totally different things. They're not. Uh, but this is a guy who stepped in and – you know, while Antonio was launching his shoulder pads into the third row, uh, he <laughs> picked up the slack and got eight, eight targets last week, uh, 20 points. The week before that, he put up 12 and a half. Um, he, so he's kind of stepped in and, and, and stepped up uh, where some of these other guys, sure, you know, they've filled in Scotty uh, Millers and stuff. But I, I think Grayson, is, he, he's turning into like a Tom favorite here. Uh, so you got the game winning touchdown last week. That's all. Yeah. So I think he's a really sharp play at 4,400. And then below that, I like, uh, Mr. Ray Ray McLeod at 3,800 for Pittsburgh. Uh, dude, the guy is just a, I don't know where he came from, but Ben loves him and he is just a freaking target machine. Well, cause he doesn't, cause he doesn't go any routes over four yards. He's a yeah. Ben, ben, now, ben he's, can actually get him the ball. And he has not been like putting up monster numbers, but at 3,800, I mean, he's seen eight targets, three, eight and 10. Like if he can just do something with those and pop one in or something like, again, you're not going to see 10 targets consistently in the three K range. So this is a guy who's keep on the radar. But I do like the targets with the price. That's it. All right. Hey, it's tied in right. time. I'm not, I, 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 oh, I've boy. got a dead men play. All right. That oh, he, he might show up later in my uh, my bold prediction of the week. You guys ready for this one? Do you have I any idea? Ben Bearman. Brandon Zilstra. <laughs> yes. Okay. Had the Sorry, Barrios call. Love it. Had the Barrios call last week. But he's the only guy – the Bucks need to cover DJ Moore, and then there's nobody else in the passing game. For $3,000, all I need is like seven to eight points. If he gets me like nine points, great. If he happens to fall, in, fall into the end zone and gets me 15, 
<laughs> I mean, if if you're one of those people out there that are looking to try and play Jonathan Taylor or Kamara and then also jam in like Cup or somebody like that, you're going to have to play one of these guys. Please give me a Brandon Allen, Zelstra lineup. Like just the, put it in the million and just see what happens. Okay, that's fine. All right. And if you win, I'm, I'm going to ask her a piece of that. <laughs> uh, all right. Tight ends. Let's hit it, Rob. All right, let's boys. Tight end time. Uh, Vinny, let's lead off with you. Uh, yeah, it's pretty simple for me. Uh, I'll just start up top. I, I mean, I Andrews this week. I, I love, yeah, how can you uh, not, right? he's getting expensive, but his production is right there with Kittle Kelsey these last couple of weeks, uh, actually pretty much all season long. Um, he's the main focal point of that offense. If I like Tyler Huntley, like I like Mark Andrews. So yep. I'll pay it. Okay. Uh, the next okay? guy I like down there is, uh, Zach Ertz, 5,300. Yeah. Um, again, I know the Cardinals are a little weird with who gets the targets, but uh, his last three games, nine targets, 13 targets, 11 targets, and seven targets four weeks ago. I mean, the guy's getting the volume, and he's revitalized with that desert air, uh, the nice warm weather for his old joints. <laughs> so, that hurts, man. I'm going to clip that God, and post dude. it. That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. All right. It's nice and limber, so Sunday he'll be ready to go. Dude, he was freezing in Philly. It was obvious. It was obvious how cold he was in Philly as a Cali boy. Dude, if he scores a touchdown, we got to go ape shit on like Twitter with it. That's oh, an yeah. error. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm playing. I think we should get a T-shirt made. I'm playing Maybe. a lot of that. If if he wins me any sort of like <laughs> some sort of money, I'm just gonna get one of those shirts that says like. You know, I love New York, but it'll just say, I love desert air. Yeah, and, hell yeah. And, hell yeah. you know, we, we, we could mail our buddy Mike one. He's moving to Arizona, right? Yeah, exactly. He could, he, he's he's, he's going to be all up. in on that. He's going to live her up. Oh, oh my God. God. All right. Sure he below, probably will. Below that, we each got one guy. Fire away. Uh, Well, I mean, I mean, Come I'm on, I know you want to give me some weird play. Let's go. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know why we just glossed over Rob Gronkowski. Um, you know, I got this because I, I just I'll think tell you why. Him, I got man. this. Yeah, I got this really weird feeling that they're just not going to need him, and they're just going to save him. Well, it's yeah, not that I they're going to need him. Like they, they don't need him. This game doesn't really matter for them. Like they. Well, need that's him why I was actually looking weeks. at. I was looking at Cameron Bray uh, at thirty-two hundred. Really, it actually does matter for them, Vinny, because if they win, they can yeah. guarantee themselves the second seed. I which is, which guarantees yourself two home games. But I don't, I just don't think like they need him in the sense of like you know what I mean. Ten targets and well, who I knows? I mean, it's Gronk. Like he can I still catch two like touchdowns the, on four targets. Like yeah, I don't like but the I hear him. The other guy, I mean, I, I have a lot of interest in. I mentioned him earlier. Fryermuth, no injury yep. designation. Um, you know, he, I, I, I love him. Um, I think he's going to be, you know, a solid play. Um, Going down a little bit further, I mean, it's like I got one dead man. It's pretty ugly. Okay, go well, tell me because Josiah Aguara. Uh, he dropped the fucking touchdown last week. Fuck that. But guy. I'm telling you, <laughs> he's Aaron not Rodgers the dead man. Like well, 2900. I mean, that's that's down. Dead man is 25. But if we're expecting Jordan Love to play three quarters, the tight end's going to get more targets, especially no Devontae Adams on the field, no Aaron Jones on the field. It's going to be one of those weird weeks where Deguara gets the two touchdowns or some shit, and everyone's going, what in the hell? And then people are going to play him in the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers, and he's never going to get a target again. But in a Week 18 game that doesn't matter, a guy like Jos- Josiah Deguara, watch. Just watch him yeah. do some weird shit at 2,900. And again, he's I mean, going to be on the field every play. I'm not disagreeing with you about that he's going to be on the field. I just... Oh no, I, I trust you. I trust all that. I'm saying with Aaron Rodgers out, I want Deguara. Aaron Rodgers in, there's no fucking way. Yeah. <sighs> it's ugly, but it's I right. mean it's it's really disgusting. I mean it's quite disgusting. Oh, it's gross. Yeah. Another, one the one guy I like down there, um, I think is since he's the you know the the starter now, Ricky Seals Jones or Seals Jones or whatever the fuck his name is is out is John Bates. Um going up against the Giants, uh, playing for the Washington Potatoes, potentially Admirals, potentially Commanders, whatever the fuck they're going to name themselves. Um, they should have just named themselves the Potatoes and had a big old Mr. Dude. Potato Head mascot. I mean, come on. How easy is that, right? Um, yeah. 
But John for Bates people. at 3,000, um, I think is a guy that has a better floor. And if I'm paying down this far for a guy, I'd like to think that I can at least get like six to eight points out of him. And for me personally, that's a guy that's been actually like playing a little bit. Um, and I think that, you know, that, that could be a nice option. Um, Vinny, do you have any real shit stabbers down here? Nah. Yeah, I mean, the only other guy that I have down there, like not down there, but he's cheaper, is uh, Hunter Henry at 4K. Like he's still an important part of the offense. He's he's yeah. fairly volatile. Did you know? Did you know he hasn't dropped a target this year? That's pretty amazing. I didn't. Well, know he doesn't. That. I mean, um, he doesn't really get targets further than like 15 yards down the field. Yeah, but so. I mean, he's getting. He's like, he gets, he gets six to eight. And, Mac, and Mac Jones throws a baby soft shit football. So well, that's, like, that's why I like him. Better, like, better than Lamar throwing rocks at the ground. Yeah, yes, he's, he's just a classic guy in the red zone that they're going to target. They'll run a lot of two tight ends. So I think he's yep. interesting at 4K. But that's yeah, it. I like it. Yeah, he's All good right. touchdown option. Let's do our specialty it's, defense starting from the bottom. defense time. Down in the bottom of the barrel. Who's right, going to step well, let's, up? Well let's, well, let's do this. Who – We'll all say what our lowest price defense is, and then whoever has the lowest can oh, can say it first. Okay, give me one second. My computer froze. Okay. All right. Um, well, you're still running this, so I hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's good. Just my other page froze. We're good. Okay. Let's roll. All right, 2,400 is my lowest. Joey? Yeah, 2,400 is my lowest, too. <laughs> me Vinny? too. Yeah. I think we're all talking about the same people, right? Yeah. Maybe. There's two of them. On one, three, two, two. three. Dolphins. Oh, would you say, Jim? Detroit. Detroit. Oh, yeah, it's not a bad play. The kneecaps. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're just, we're just going to bite kneecaps. We're going to get, you know, Jordan Love and Josiah DeGuara and, yeah. you know, AJ Dillon, who sucks um, running the ball. Well, and... look, but look, but on our, on our case with Miami. We talk about division games getting weird, and there's certain matchups that get really weird. And yeah. the Patriots and the Dolphins have some of the weirdest matchups on the planet. And I can see like defensive touchdowns happening in this game, and Mac Jones just looking like shit. Again, that's not like this absolute prediction of mine, but these Dolphins Patriots games get super weird. Yeah. Especially when the Dolphins have a chance to play spoiler on the Patriots. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think just the Dolphins, like they're at least a talented team. And like it's not like uh, yes, the Patriots could explode and go nuts, but like, the, like you said, they have a chance to prevent New England from like getting a really good seat, you know, getting home field advantage. So, any, yeah, any yeah, home like, games, they're gonna no play division. hard. Yep. I, I, I'm with you on Miami. Um, all right, what about above that? If we're moving up, is there anybody that like kind of catches your eye? Like, I mean, one one team that catches my eye next is Cleveland. Uh, Cincinnati's gonna be starting Jim's favorite player, whoever that quarterback's name is. One of the uh, well, why is he my favorite player? All the guy sucks. Miles Garrett is like I think in reach for no, I don't think he can get the sack record, but he's up there. Um, whatever, man. Like I, I don't think they get blown out here. If they get blown out by Brandon Allen, like just like, turn in your pads, you know. That's true. And don't come back, honestly. So I'll roll with they that. Should, they should. They should have. They should have like. Does anyone know why they actually renamed themselves the Brown when they got a new franchise? Like that franchise has always fucking sucked. Like why well, would you just pick a new name? Because yeah. they're in Cleveland, and that's like who they are. Because they're just shit. Yeah. We're just but we're just destined just to be named shit them the forever. Mis- the mistake yep. by the lake. Yep, yeah, pretty much. I mean, All right, moving up to the mid range. Um, I, I, uh, they fucking lost to the Raiders. I don't know. All anyway, right. my, my um, favorite my, defense this week is 3,100. So keep going. Though. All right. Like, my favorite is 3K. Um, go ahead. Oh. It's the Steelers. And it's not just because the performance they had last week. It's because they're going against a Ravens offense that has Tyler Huntley. And the Steelers defense, you got TJ Watt going for the record. He's going to be going absolutely nuts. I think the defense knows that if they have any chance of winning and putting themselves in in playoff potential, they're going to do exactly what they did last week, and they're going to fly around. They're going to yeah. get sacks. They're going to get picks. The Steelers do have a talented defense. Um, they're getting healthier on defense. And, again, if they have won any chance of being a part of this tournament, it's, it goes through the defense, and they know that. So, and again, Tyler Huntley still, guys, I'm sorry, he's not good. Are they the, the Ravens best? Offense they, can do some shit, but Steelers can. They have the most chaos potential on defense. Are, are the Watts the best brother 
NFL combo ever. Possibly. I think so. But I mean, but I think one of the biggest things the Steelers people don't recognize is Cameron Hayward being back. That guy is an absolute one-man wrecking crew in the three-tech that opens up everything for that defense. He came back last week, and it was very obvious that he was back last week. And, again, he's going to go off this week again. So I think this is going to be a hard, hard, gritty division game. So Steelers are my favorite defense at 3K. All right. I am proclaiming them the Washington Welders because they need some of those to fix their stadium. Uh, But I will be playing their defense because they are facing a Jake Fromm slash Yeah. Offense who no next out, pass, dude. This is all Jake from okay. So week. Jake from who passed for negative 10 yards last week. Uh yeah, I'll be playing the welders. <laughs> yeah, Potato. that's why that's why I was going. Heart. That's why I was going with Ben. I mean, dude, <laughs> like you really can't get much worse than that. Like, come on. It's true. So uh up top, the only other team that I have listed here, a couple hundred more than that, is we talked about him a little bit, is Tennessee. And I think it's just, again, because they're going to put the screws to Houston. Uh, Vrabel is going to have this team ready to, like, absolutely just eat them alive. Um, and I think Tennessee just kicks their ass. So um, I think Tennessee at 3,300 is a strong play. But that's yeah. it. Um, up high, I would definitely go with the Colts, by the way, which would totally ruin our Jonathan Taylor plans, to be honest. But I can also see Trevor Lawrence throwing three or four picks and Colts getting a defensive touchdown or doing something. Yeah, weird. I mean, so, if you're the, gonna play yeah. the def- if you're gonna play the Colts defense, you have to play Jonathan Taylor because, like, one of those might go for a touchdown, but like, you're a lot of them will be going to be putting him on a short field, and he's just going to have like that's how he could have like four touchdowns this week. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Like, but he he could have like sixty eight yards and like four touchdowns just because they're getting the ball on like the 40, yeah. 50 yard line every single play. So, but the I mean, two, the two worst quarterbacks on the slate to, uh, to, on Sunday are Jake Fromm and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, let's be honest. So that's fair. And the Colts and the Colts are really playing for something big time. They lose, they're out. So yeah. they need to win and they need to yeah. kick some fucking ass. So I like the Colts defense this week. All right, our favorite time of the week. I got the screw at the bottom. Let's do this. Joe, since you've been south of the border, you've been on quarantine, you have missed the last couple. Where are you going? I've been on 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 the COVID list. Um, And this (laughs) might be because I I have not been around. But Allen Robinson scores a touchdown this week at 4K. Allen Robinson? Yes, sir. That's see, those are the kind of bold takes that we're looking for. I like, <laughs> right, right. That's what you, I'm talking about. I said well, I said one the other day, and Jim like stopped me. He's like, No, no, that's not good enough. It, like, it, come just, it, just, it just wasn't the bold take. Like, it, like Alan Robinson, talk about everyone that's forgot about him. Probably one of the saddest stories in the NFL. That terrible. guy should have been the next like DeAndre Hopkins, and the guy fucking tears his knee picks the bears and he's been on the COVID list like six times this year. He's lost like 20 pounds, but he's back and <laughs> it's Nagy's last game. I think Alan Robinson just fucking, he might. Oh, even you, oh, you think he shows that for Nagy? On the contraire. Like he's like so happy that. Oh, Nagy he just like, he like scores a touchdown, like flips the bird as he's like running by. Like Nagy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <dude. laughs> I mean, we've seen it with Darnell Mooney getting like 14 targets in a game when Allen Robinson's out. Um, yeah. Allen Robinson's still going to get like six, seven targets minimum this week at 4K. There's a really good chance that guy gets so, in the end zone. So what's so that's your bull call? He just gets in the end zone? So what? Yeah, ten, one touchdown, at least points? one touchdown. Yeah, I mean, dude, one like, touchdown from Allen Robinson. that doesn't sound very bold, but that would be quite bold. That's pretty bold. That's He's pretty priced bold. all the way down to 4K. There's defense is more expensive than him. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty bold. Jim, where are you going? Uh, my, my, we're going to wide receiver. We're going right back to my guy I just talked about, the dead man, Brandon Zilstra, $3,000. He's going to get you 15 or more fantasy points. Whoa. Whoa. All right. Okay. I, so I wasn't that? taking him seriously last it's time. Five but... X. So, yeah, he's going to go five X. Okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't how, taking him seriously. You bet that Zilstra but... went to an Ivy League school. <laughs> well, I don't know. Or a one double A in Michigan or Illinois. Okay, I'm looking Um, it up right now. (laughs) Me too. Brandon's Um, listening. Yeah, we got to find this out. This is really important. All right. Played college football at Concordia Moorhead, undrafted in 2016, and he ended up playing Concordia Moorhead. That's like a D3. (laughs) 
private right. college in Minnesota. Yeah, it's a it, okay. I yeah, I was close. I said, Vinny, I said Vinny Illinois. Was absolutely the closest. Uh, yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> All right, for my bold call this wow. week, I am calling hitting the nuts is going to be Taysom and Kamara. I think they go for a combined fifty plus. Those two. That's very. That's very bold, actually. I think they're shit. That's bold. I'll take that. <laughs> I mean, I think I think you see at least twenty from Kamara, or Taysom and thirty from Kamara. Whoa. So you're saying combined Taysom and Kamara go for fifty or more? Okay. My that's God, yeah. that is very bold. Finally, yeah, suck on I'll that take, one. I'll, t- I'll take that one. Why don't you I reject that one? Stick down your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Don't mind if I do after this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. All right. All right. Good, to be, back. Good to be back. Last slate of the year. Yeah, but we're going to get a nice, fat playoff slate next yes. week. Yes. Yeah, wild card. We have two extra games, so we'll definitely be doing a pod stream for that one. And then, uh, yeah, we'll do some mini ones here. Um, yep, we don't as we, as stop through, so. potting. <laughs> we, got go- we got golf coming up. Uh, Let Sony it be written. Open- Sony Open next week is the first like cut tournament of the week. I'll have an article out on Monday or Tuesday for that one, and then if, uh, if yeah, we're trying to get Jim to do more streams, but unfortunately, he was coming off of his high of the winnings, and I couldn't get him on the YouTube stream this week. I was so a little stressed week. out this week, um, doing some things that you know, opening up a new bank account because my like shit credit union wouldn't accept. You whatever know, a big deposit you know either way thing. next week we will have a golf uh we'll have golf content so yeah for sure um, <laughs> you, can still, like you can still hop on if you guys want um if you want to play a little uh showdown golf that's a pretty good little sweat to have if you want to all right dig it that's it all right guys good luck this week peace later